0: Welcome to the Corporate Survivor Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career confidence, build your skills and value, increase your salary, and the many lessons we learn in the corporate world. For more career support, click on over to www.maping.com. This is Maping, your corporate leader turned career coach. I hope you enjoy, like, and subscribe. Hello, hello, hello and welcome back to my 30-day careers live stream where we will be discussing very interesting topics that are very relevant to you if you are a 9-to-5 working professional in the corporate world. So if you are new here, hi, my name is Mei Ping. I'm a professional career coach, former corporate leader who has led multi-million dollar projects across 43 countries and this is really part of my 30 day careers live stream series to share with you some interesting perspectives as well as dispel some potential myths in terms of good or bad advice that you have been exposed to on various social media including linkedin YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and wherever you go to for career advice. So today, I want to talk about a very interesting topic because, um, as you all know, I am very active, particularly on LinkedIn and Instagram. And one of the questions I've been getting a lot is around the question of, should I quit my job? Should I quit without a job? Is it okay to be jobless while I look for another job? Is it okay to take on a career break and just quit right now? Is there better opportunity out there for me and should I quit? Should I talk to my boss about quitting? So basically, tons of questions around um, quitting your job. So if you are someone who is um, in the United five corporate world or maybe you have been pondering around the idea of quitting your job, maybe, you know, the end of last year or the beginning of this year, I think that you'll find today's live stream extremely helpful for you. So, given that this is a highly popular question, I really wanted to start by helping you distinguish the why. Now, it's very easy to look at what somebody else is doing in terms of quote-unquote success and feel like you deserve the same or feel like you are missing out. And maybe you are, maybe you are. But I think the first thing that you really want to start with is why? Why are you thinking about quitting your job? Now, a lot of people think that, you know, quitting your job is something that is like you can make a decision overnight. Not necessarily so. Um, Obviously, I've been in the corporate world for more than 10 years. I've worked with tons of people, worked with big bosses, managed teams, and people and so forth. And I can tell you that A decision to quit your job is usually a process that takes a lot of um, reflection and time. And I think that once you have decided to go, then you should probably stick to that decision. But I think before sort of reaching that decision to quit, I think it's also worthwhile to really ask yourself why. And this is a concept that I um, teach in my paid course as well as my free training and it's the idea around push or pull now let's talk about it a little bit more so what is this push factor versus the pull factor now a lot of times like when people say and people tell me that they want to quit a lot of it is sort of like feelings driven right there must be some trigger point that makes you feel like whoa like, I don't really want to deal with this anymore or I don't want to be here anymore or maybe I want to do something else and like somebody has it better than me and that da, 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 whatever whatever so let's talk about like the two parts, right? So the first part is the push factor. So the push factor means that you there is something that is pushing you away from your current corporate job. So whatever that's pushing you away, likely, you know, in the hundreds of job seekers that I work with, most of the time is negative. So it could be um, you're unhappy with your job, you don't like your boss, you don't like your colleagues, you feel like... Um, you know, it's not worth your, uh, your your salary is not high enough. You feel like you're underappreciated. You feel like you're not recognized. You feel like you're not given um, interesting projects. You feel like um, your colleagues have it better than you. You you are working long hours. You feel like working weekends. So usually, the push factor is generally negative, right? And that is probably one of the reasons why you may be thinking that oh, like this is a situation that I don't want to be in anymore, and I want to move on. So that is the push factor. The pull factor is the on the other side. The pull factor means that like it's not so much the negative things that is um letting you, I guess, getting you to think of moving on, but it's the idea of like, hey, there's some other shiny object out there that is maybe more worth your time, more worth your value, and maybe you can make more money or you can get more opportunity. So the pull factor is likely around maybe there is um a better job out there that pays more, um, have a better job title, maybe have better benefits, maybe have a broader job scope. Um, maybe you are able to lead a team. Maybe you are able to, you know, improve different skill sets that you want or maybe it's an opportunity to change industries, to change companies, to change teams or function, which can be very exciting. Now, the real distinction I want to help you make here is is: is it is the decision to quit your job purely driven by negativity, or is actually driven by positivity. Now, this idea around like the mindset of setting your career direction, actually is something that I go through a little bit more detail in my free training. So if you want to check it out, you can go to www.growyourcorporatecareer.com where I talk about the common mindset blocks that a lot of um, job seekers, uh, mainly in the nine to five working world, face when they are thinking of changing careers, when they are thinking of quitting, That causes them to be in a bit of a limbo like partially you want to do it but the other on the other side you're actually afraid you're you have like certain mindset blocks judgments limiting beliefs actually stopping you from like going all the way for that new career and to get that new success that you want so anyway back to the push and pull factor the really really important question that i think you need to get clear of is are you driven by negativity the push factor to leave or are you driven by positivity, which is a pull factor to want to go to somewhere else? And I want to help you break it down a little bit further in today's live stream, in terms of like what is the difference between the two and how does it actually affect your career? So let's talk about the um, the push factor, right? Which is all the negative stuff. Based on my observation, and of course, you know, you all know that I have had many years in the corporate where I've worked with like thousands of people as well as I've also worked with hundreds of clients, and I can tell you that. Most of the time, people who want to, who are driv- like driven by a push factor to leave their jobs, right? Usually it is, lack- it is due to like a expectation gap. So, what is this expectation gap? It could be in terms of the performance between this professional versus their boss or their company. It could be driven by workload, again, kind of back to expectation. It could be driven by the level of performance. Right? Maybe you think you're doing well, your boss thinks you're not doing well, you feel like it's being unfair, your boss thinks that it's fair. Like All these are sort of expectation versus reality, which links back to your performance. And what drives bad performance or perceived bad performance most of the time could be lack of self-awareness on where your mindset is at. It could be lack of self-awareness or self-assessment on the skills gap that you have. So I will say that if you are driven to quit your job due to like you know push factors then i think what's actually really important is um have you critically evaluated why you are feeling this way have you objectively assessed whether have you really given your all are you aligned in terms of the goals that you have set between you and your boss are you also clear on potentially some skills gap that you may have that's causing some challenges in the working relationship? So, you know, skills gap could be maybe communication, maybe you struggle to build relationships, you struggle to get along with people, or you struggle to express yourself in a way that um, is convincing to someone else. And all these are skills gap. And if that is not adjusted correctly, then your working day is going to be painful. And therefore, it will actually lead you to a lot of negativity and thinking of wanting to quit your job. Right? So if you're in the push factor, then the, the real the real, real question is that, do you have the right mindset and understanding the corporate culture, understanding the corporate world, understanding the people within the corporate world that you need to work with? Then the second part is then, are you also clear in terms of the skills, how good you are and exactly what are the skills that require to be successful in this job, and have you upskilled yourself to a baseline that you can be successful in this job? So if you haven't tackled these two, then it's going to be even more difficult to tackle item number three, which is getting recognition and getting visible and getting appreciated for your job. So getting appreciation could be maybe you don't speak up, right? And then your boss does not know what you're doing and therefore you don't get appreciation, you don't get recognition and then you want to quit. And similar situation could also result in you not getting the promotion that in your mind you think you deserve, but because you never voice out, you don't have a you don't use a structured um, status update process or a structured performance review conversation with your boss, then like you get nothing. And I think right now we are we are on like we are in May right now, so I think for most of you guys in the corporate world, you would have already received your bonuses and news on whether you got promoted or not promoted. So probably this is a good time to really reflect as to did you give it that one hundred percent to be successful in the current role. So I said, I as I said you know earlier, the three-step framework, and it is also something that um currently I teach in my online course. So are you clear on the corporate world? So get clear on the corporate world culture and people. Number two, are you truly confident in all the core corporate skills that you have, specifically communication, relationship building, critical thinking and productivity? Are you good with all of them? And then step three, which is phase three, Are you visible enough to the people who are actually important in your career? Now, if you haven't tackled all these three things, and these are actually three things that I teach in my course, The Corporate Survivor, you are definitely going to struggle in your new job. And when I say new job, it could be you've been there for a month, three months, six months, 12 months. If you are not kind of like approaching it correctly, then you will always feel lost. This job will always feel like very new to you and you may conclude thinking that you are not good enough or this job sucks and you want to move on. But I think my challenge to you is, you know, really critically assess sort of like where you are and be clear on what is uh, the root cause of the push factor and either have you actually ticked off, uh, ticked off all the boxes before moving on now. Let's talk about the other part. And the other part are people who are driven to new opportunities by pull factor. So pull factor means that you are someone who, believe in your value, you know that there's more that you can give and you are searching out for interesting opportunities which may or may not include additional um, uh, compensation, right? More money, more benefits, um, more uh, exciting career opportunities for you. So you notice that for the um, uh, push factor, uh, for the pull factor, most of the time you are more excited because you know that there's more that you can do and so forth. So what you want to do, If you are a person who is in the push factor, if you truly want to be successful in your career, you need to be moving based on the pull factor because that is actually where the inner motivation comes. And somebody who moves based on the pull factor is somebody who is a lot more sure on what they want in terms of their career goals and direction, they are actively upskilling and therefore they know the, the value that they can bring to the next organization. And together with that career clarity that I talked about, they are able to make better selections moving up their career plan. Now, why I tell you this is really, really important is because, I, like I said, I've been getting a lot of these questions on my DM, particularly on LinkedIn and Instagram. And over this weekend, I was actually working with one of my clients and she has been... Um, So in the past, when she's actually currently with a pretty big multinational company right now, which her one-year mark, and before she joined this company, she was in a much smaller company. I actually helped her with interview coaching that helped her land this new role. So one year into this job, her boss recognizes her. She's getting all the tick boxes, right, in terms of setting her her up for promotion and all those things, which is great. But now she's actually being headhunted by another MNC as well. So over the weekend, we actually had a conversation around whether should she pursue that opportunity or you know, she should actually stay in the current company because she's doing pretty well also. Now, the method in which we go about it, I thought is the same. Is it a push factor or a or the pull factor? And for her, clearly, like there, there is no push factor because she's pretty happy, right? Her boss likes her, she's doing really well in the current company right now. And that one year that we have worked together since. I helped her with interview coaching. I kind of got her this job. It's been going really well. She's applied everything that I taught her, everything in the program, and everything's fine. But right now, it's kind of the transition point of, should she take up this opportunity that promises her more challenge, likely a better a better job title, likely better pay, and her new boss really likes her a lot. That's how she got headhunted, right? So again, push or pull. So for her, it's very clear. It's the pull factor, and that's very exciting. So then, obviously, you know, we we had like further conversations around how to uh, whether it's a good idea and like how much um, salary negotiation to go for and like how to approach that conversation. And There's a lot more detail I'm not going to go through um, in the, in today's live stream. But the point I actually wanted to share with you is, if you are in the push factor to leave your job, then I want you to really think about it clearly and assess whether in the three steps, have you actually done it correctly to make sure that you're actually successful when you join this company, right? Like I said, get clear in the corporate world, culture, mindset. Number two, are you actually confident with the actual skills required to do this job? And number three, are you applying the relevant visibility and networking strategies so that you can get recognized for your work? So you want to learn more about the three-step framework, you can always go to this um, link at www.thecorporatesurvivor.co and um, learn more. So... The point is, the point is, right, it's not a matter of um, why, uh, I mean, it's not a matter of like, okay, should you quit and whether you should quit with a job or quit without a job, you know, should you take a, a career break because everything sucks, like that that to me, right, is the, is the symptom of a problem but that's not actually the problem, that's already feelings-based. But of course, right? It can be really annoying that you know we think that we think that things are not going well, and then you want to move. But just recognize that like all these are feelings-based, and the better way to actually like think about your career is like try to be as objective as possible. And that's why I always tell my clients that. Sometimes, like, you don't see your own blind spots because, like, you know, our careers is something that is very close to us. Like, we, you all spend so many hours at work, right? Like, working nine to five, and after that, like, X number of hours that you sleep and eat and so forth, there's really not that much time left. So, I think you want to be um, as objective as possible and ma- really making career decisions that do not, um, do not just serve the short term, but really setting yourself up for long-term success. And I think that sometimes it's easy to forget that when you are being a little bit more emotional and really driven by feelings when making a career decision, when actually what you need is kind of have a balance of both between, okay, this is how I feel and this is a symptom, but actually, you know, substance-wise, like what exactly is the problem? Is it a push factor or is it a pull factor? And have I actually given it 100% in terms of the effort, the strategies, the steps and method? Have I actually given it a full try before calling it quits? Or have I actually given it a purely clear thought around my current interest, options and direction towards my career goal? And is that really what you want to do? I think it's something really worth thinking about. And and I always tell, tell you all that it's, You know your career is a journey. You know it's a marathon. It's not a sprint, and you just want to make sure that you are not making um, short-term decisions that could really jeopardize long-term success. And I was also talking to my other one client the other day, telling her that um, you just need to be very clear what your career goal is because for that extra few hundred dollars, if you choose to move and then you get stuck in that new job because you didn't think through properly actually what you want and you know, continue to develop the skills and develop your value, you may end up getting stuck because that's maybe not the most suitable thing for you or maybe uh, that's not the best step in terms of like for the next phase of your career. So anyway, you know, career decision is personal. Career strategy is also personal depending on where you are in your career and uh, what are the areas that you think you need maybe additional knowledge, insights or skills on. And that is why currently in my online program, I decided to actually include a free one-on-one coaching session with me so that I can actually go through with all my students um, in terms of their career strategy. And I'm actually calling it the one-on-one career strategy call to really make sure that they are very clear on what they want. Because you can't be like jumping around each job like every three months and just say, oh yeah, this sucks, like it doesn't work out. Like why? What exactly do you want? And then applying the three-step framework to make sure that you set yourself up for success, regardless of whichever company that you join, whichever new opportunity, new job, new company, new function, new whatever. Like, are you truly setting yourself up for success? And the first step to setting yourself up for success is setting the damn career goal. Like, if you don't have a career goal, then, like, where are you going? And as I, as I always say, right, if you don't set your career GPS, then, like, are you going to drive around aimlessly? That doesn't sound like a good use of time or effort or energy right so think about it think about it and i think um be objective because you know careers like i said something can it can feel very emotional when you're already in the in you know at the brink of like wanting to make that decision but i think sometimes really important to just get an additional perspective to make sure that you are not letting your emotions you know completely cloud over your judgment and end up making a career decision that you Find it difficult to reverse and um, make your career story a lot more challenging because if you're moving, if you're gonna like quit every few months and move around a lot, and I know that a lot of people say that hey, you know, um, the the term job hopper is not fair, yada yada. Yeah, sure, right. But at the end of the day, it really depends on the company as well. And I think you 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 deep down in your heart, you know whether you're you know you actually like job hopping because you're trying to escape something or you're job hopping because you know that there's more value to add and then there's the other company right the new company who recognizes it in you i think only you can you really know that and if you truly feel like you are job hopping because you're trying to escape a problem instead of resolving the problem i really challenge you to think whether is this actually tangibly a long-term solution for your career and can you realistically do that for the next 10 20 or 30 years depending on where you are in your career right now versus the future of your career. Like I said, maybe you have another 10, 20 or even 30 years left. Is this truly a sustainable solution to go about your career this way? So that's that. I really wanted to talk about this topic today because I have been getting a lot of questions around this on whether to quit or not. Should I quit without a job? Um, you know, Should I try to negotiate uh, you know, Should I threaten my boss to get more money? Otherwise, I'll quit. Like A lot of questions around quitting. But I think the first step always is making sure that you get career clarity, making sure that you are setting up your career direction and what you want in the next phase. And of course, are you truly setting yourself up for success instead of just jumping around and kind of going in a circle which doesn't sound very productive to me. So... Thank you so much for joining the live session today. So if you are new to the live session, um, hi, my name is Mei Ping and we are going live for 30 days um, for every single day in May talking about very interesting career topics. And if you want to join me live this month, then make sure that you dial in at at, 9 o'clock Malaysia, Singapore and Hong Kong time, I go live on LinkedIn and YouTube. And if you want to catch the previous um, sessions of the live stream, then make sure that you catch the replay on my Spotify or on my YouTube channel as well. So I've talked about a lot of very interesting topics already in the past uh, two weeks or so. And some of the very interesting topics i talked about, and I'm just going to refer to my list very quickly. So I've talked about how do you find work-life balance and learning how to be more efficient and effective? Also, I've also talked about the differences between corporate versus startup culture. We have also gone into a little bit more personal development stuff by talking about do you judge yourself and how do you actually solve real career problems? How do you learn the right skills to solve your problems in your career? And of course, I've also talked about some of the job search portions around, okay, salary negotiation and how do you... um continue to motivate yourself and really bouncing back from some of the mistakes that you have make as well, made as well. And one of the more popular topics that I have talked about in the first week of May was around the biggest interview mistakes that you might be making during job interviews, but you are not aware of because maybe you lack experience, expertise, or you have never actually spoken to a hiring manager before. So I share a lot of my insights in these live stream series, both from my more than 10 years of corporate leadership experiences as well as being a hiring manager who has hired fresh graduates all the way to director level in a global multinational company so if you want to check those out you can check the replays on spotify as well as on youtube okay so you probably have a little bit of time left so maybe i'll answer some of the questions for all of you who are live here today hi marco Hi, Tay, and hi, Oliver. Good to see you all here again. All right, so I wish I had listened to this last year. So thanks a lot for the comments. All right, so I'll answer a very quick question here. Is it possible to be driven by both push and pull factors at the same time? Yeah, of course, you can be driven by both, but I think at the end of the day, when you decide that you want to move on, then um, how much of the push factor can you eliminate? By improving your mindset or your skill set, because if there is that one part of the push factor that's sort of like dragging around, then the new career will be a bit more challenging because it kind of comes on with a lot of baggage or the lack of skill to actually do a job well done. So that would mean that the learning curve for the new career is gonna be way steeper because there are some background (laughs) there's some um past baggage that dragged along in terms of skills gap and things that you were not that good at and that is not something that will magically disappear and I think that a lot of times like with upskilling it's not something that like like magically overnight like your communication skills is not going to improve. like if you don't re- learn the right process the right techniques and the methods like it's not going to improve like you can watch as many motivational videos that you want but like it's not magically going to improve. So you need to learn the right method the right technique and then you have to go practice. This just is just a very simple example of potentially problems that are cause, um, that are causing the push factor that are unresolved and moving on to the new, um, new career, new company, new opportunity. These problems also drag along as well. So some food for thought in terms of the push and pull factor that I talked about. And as I was saying a little bit earlier, if you are currently thinking about a career change, you are exploring career change, you can always check out my free training at www.growyourcorporatecareer.com where I walk through with you these six steps that you need to know to plan and grow your career. So as long as you are a 9 to 5 working professional, you are working in the corporate world, in a structured organization, then this training will be relevant to you in terms of walking you through the exact steps in the right order for success. Whether you are job searching or you are starting a new role and you want to make sure that you have the right frameworks i think this uh, training will help a lot and for uh, those of you who have been dropping me messages on wanting to learn a little bit more about the get clear get confident get visible um, strategy that i was talking about this is actually something i teach in my online program at survivor.co. so you can just go to survivor.co. there is a five minute video in there where i actually walk through a few what we would do at every phase in terms of like upscaling one by one, as well as the very specific lessons that are in the right sequence for you to improve on. So if there's something that you want to do, you want to make sure that whichever new career that you're trying to get to, regardless of industry, company, function, as well as responsibilities, you want to set yourself up for success, you can always check out this training, I mean, this program at www.corporatesurvivor.co. So with that, thank you so much for, Joining today's live stream. I hope that I have given you some interesting points to chew on, and I will see you in the next live stream. Bye.